So I guess we have the first thing we have to do is apologize to all of our viewers, or I mean, sorry, listeners for last week. We had some uh, scheduling conflicts. Um, Andy had a birthday party at 10 o'clock on a Monday evening. Um, Let me be. So Let me live my life, okay? Yeah, some interesting friends, Eddie. Um, but yeah, so we, we, obviously we couldn't record last week. Uh, I mean, no, shout out to Sagar. He, he hyped us up to his friends. Uh, and then he comes online that week and he goes, what, you guys didn't release an episode? And yeah, we didn't. He goes, what the fuck? So it's for yeah. Sagar and his friends, this one. Uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to skip another week. Hopefully, Eddie is done with these Monday night birthday parties. Uh, what kind of what, what consists of his birthday party? Was there drinking? Was well, there like... it wasn't. It wasn't a birthday party. It was just me hanging out with my best friend. That's it. I thought we lied to you. Said it was a birthday. Yeah, it was his birthday. It was birthday on Sunday, and I didn't get to see him, so I saw him on Monday. And Sunday, Mondays are my only days off, so let me be. All right, well, it should be. Let you be because you know the Ravens lost and we're happy about that. No, we're not. Welcome to YFTS, your favorite team sucks fantasy football podcast. This is your champ uh, and stat host, Kelvin, joined with Eddie Two-Time and Jack Gurley. And we are here to break down the happenings of week four uh, in fantasy and look forward to week five, uh, as it's always uh, entertaining and fun to predict who's going to do bad, who's going to do good. And so we kick off this week 4.5. With our news and notes, as usual. Take it away, Jack. Hi. Uh, our first and biggest news this week is Javante Williams. Tore his ACL, sprained his LCL, and PCL. He is obviously alpha here. Uh, his uh, Mike Gordon, uh, Melvin Gordon, sorry, not Mike Gordon. Uh, Mike, Mike Boone. You combined them. I know, combined them. Mike Boone looked like trash, first of all. I, I, he looked awful last week. He um, looked lost. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon obviously is the right play, but I also don't see this. This offense looks like a mess right now, so I don't think these guys are going to be giving you much value. You're, you're pretty much just starting Melvin Gordon based off just the volume you're getting. I mean, even Javante Williams, he wasn't even performing that well besides week one. So, I mean, how do how you feel moving forward with Melvin Gordon or Mike Boone? I'm super high on Melvin Gordon. I would try to get him anywhere because the Broncos don't like him because he's been fumbling a lot. I understand, but he's their best option. And it's not, to me, it's not even close. Uh, especially this week, they're playing what, Indy on Thursday. There's no Shaq Leonard. So, boom, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm playing him. He's an auto start for me. Uh, for me, just he, he hasn't looked great. That whole offense hasn't looked great. So, you're just begging for a touchdown. I think, be. I think for me, aside from the fumbles, he's looked, he looked pretty decent. He still no, looks bright. Javante Williams and Javante looks great too when he touched the ball, but that, that offense just looks awful right now. Still, that's I'm just, bank, I'll bank on value. Volume. Yeah, I mean, it's a quickly move on because I, I feel like we have a lot of people on this list. Next uh, off our list is Traylon Burks. Yeah, it's actually a big injury week, unfortunately, for a lot of people. Uh, next guy is Traylon Burks, uh, turf toe. He got carted off, so I thought I, at first I thought it was much serious than it was. I mean, turf toe is pretty bad, but I thought he. Torn something if it was out for the year or something. Uh, 
now he's out. I thought he was slowly getting the rhythm. He was slowly going to get the more of the volume. I mean, last week he played like 96% of the route run, uh, running plot, running routes. Uh, now he's out. I mean, do you guys trust Bobby Trees moving forward? Yeah, no, Bobby Trees, I think he's a receiver three in PBR leagues. He doesn't have much t- touchdown upside, but I, I do like him. I like him. He's a solid play. I mean, how, I mean, will you be starting him over like someone, let's say, quickly over him or Brandon Ayuk, who's playing right now? So that's, I'm curious. That's a, that's a solid Brandon guy. actually looks uh, pretty good today. I'm not gonna lie. I think he always looks good. He just didn't get a lot of run last year, but he's 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 a uh, he's developing into a pretty nice receiver. I'm gonna say Ayuk, but I think it's it, they're they're relatively close. Same Ayuk for me as well. Uh, let's quickly go over some small ones. Uh, Danny Dimes, foot angle injury. He came back. He's good enough to come back. I'm assuming he's playing on in London this weekend. Uh, well, to be fair, when he came back, he didn't he didn't throw a single pass. Yeah, but he was, yeah, he, he was a decoy. Yeah, but he was still good enough to come back into the game. So That's fair. You're right. He could, he could still stand on it, right? Well, it wasn't like he was, couldn't even stand up. Yeah, so right now, I, until further news, I'm expecting him to play. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Concussion, uh, going through a protocol this week, so we'll get more news throughout the week. Uh, Crowder broke his ankle. Uh, what do you guys think about buying low on Davis and McKenzie? I think it's auto. Like Josh Allen has so much volume when it, when there's so much passing volume in this offense. So I'm I'm definitely trying to grab both of them. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm hoping Gabe Davis's value. Go, I mean um volume goes up even more. Uh, he just hasn't performed in the last couple of weeks since his injury. Well, uh, to be fair, yeah, he missed the game, right? And then last week, I and mean, this past week was a rain game. So, like, can't really blame him. Anyway, in, in, in the uh, Baltimore game? Absolutely. It was a monsoon. <laughs> oh, really? What are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? I didn't I was yeah. Well, I was. I was too, I was too I focused was, on Ravens losing. I was too heavily invested. Uh, next guy, Kadero Paston. Knee injury, now he's on IR. He's missing the next six weeks. I'll be straightforward. I'm not touching anyone. I don't care what volume you're getting. Uh, you, you don't like Tyler? No, he looks slow, man. He, he you know what he reminds me of? Tur- uh, Gerhardt. James Robinson. He looks like Turby Gerhardt. He reminds me of James Robinson. Except the offense is not good. Well, they're gonna run. They're committed to running the ball. They ran fourteen straight run plays. So I don't have any interest in this guy. I, he's run slow. He's not gonna be someone who breaks like 50, 40 yards. He's gonna slowly try to grind you with eight, nine yards, eight, nine yeah. yards. Yeah, Josh Jacobs like. But the Falcons are not like they're not a team to built to do that. Well, yeah. I mean, they try. They're trying. They don't want Mario to throw. So. I'm never starting him, so I'm not gonna. I, I, sure, I'll put a waiver wire. Oh, he's worth the ad. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Never gonna start him. He just doesn't look that great to me personally. Uh, next person, uh, the, the big one is Tua concussion. He's clear after the MRI, I think, and uh, but he's not playing this week. Do you trust uh, Waddle and Hill this week with Terry Bridgewater? Well, I mean, I don't trust. I'm not throwing them in DFS lineups. Maybe one of them. You could just like coin flip it, but it's obviously a downgrade for this entire offense. Also, Teddy didn't look too bad. Like he was able to. He didn't look terrible. Yeah. yeah. Back backup. He's a pretty good backup quarterback. It just it's still a down downgrade from quarterback. So 
Did, did, did he wear two gloves? Did we know? No, I think, I think he only wore one glove, I think. I, I, oh, I no. He's laying to rest, the Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> I think he only won one glove this last week, I think. I'm not 100%. Well, let's keep moving forward. Next person is Jonathan Taylor. Apparently, an ankle injury. He said he was he was good enough to come back, but he wasn't confident enough to come back. But now he's likely to miss week five because of our early Thursday. Uh, do you guys trust Nahi Himes to be a good start this week? Total avoid. Hines was barely used. I don't, first of all, A, he's so good historically against the Titans that they didn't use him whatsoever. I started. Huh? Did you? (laughs) Yeah, so did I. I thought thought he's like auto touchdown against them. For some reason, they don't know how to guard him, but uh, he wasn't part of the game plan. And even if he is a part of the game plan, I don't think he's going to have that much success behind that offensive line because they, they, that offense looks so shit. Yep. Like Matt Ryan does not look good. And uh, we'll come back to it more afterwards because he will reappear again. Uh, moving forward, let's see. Brian Robinson's returning. Uh, Eddie could touch on this for us. Yeah, I mean Brian Robinson. He, if he's not, if he's not on the waivers, or if he's not, if he is on waivers, I would be trying to scoop him up because they do not trust Antonio Gibson whatsoever. They're giving him less and less snaps each each and every week, and. Maybe Brian Robinson could, you know, provide a spark for that team. Even more so with the touches he's getting, with the touches Antonio Gibson is getting, he's just not doing anything with them. He's doing like 14, 15 rushes for 40 yards, 50 yards. It's it's, it's like nothing really. And I feel like considering this, I feel like the seriousness of the injury, this guy got shot (laughs) like by a gun. I was about to say this because I I, I was reading through memes on stuff online. Like people was like, this guy got shot. It came back in a few weeks. It took uh, Ben Simmons like two seasons to get over. <laughs> I mean, he wants a starting gig. He loves. He apparently loves to play football, unlike Ben Simmons, who doesn't like to play basketball. But he did dunk today, Ben Simmons. I know. I heard, which is kind of weird. Emotionally, we'll after two years, was uh, his was mental, right? His, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving, moving forward, another one is uh, Kenny Pickett is most likely starting moving forward. I do like Kenny Pickett's arm, and I do I do think it's a very good thing for uh, his receivers. They have a lot of weapons there. It just Mitch Trubisky was not working. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing Pickett's going to be amazing, but he does have the arm at least to throw. I mean, you're, you're, this is like upgrading from Trubisky is <laughs> – it's very easy to do. I would, I would like to say, like, I, I'm hoping Deontay gets a little more targets. You know, the whole offense as a whole, like, provides a little more fantasy value. I just can't see it because the who they're playing in the next couple of weeks is just their, their teams that they're facing is, is kind of brutal. Pickens is fucking good. I'll trade for <laughs> yes, he's really good. Uh, so is Deontay. I, I don't like Capel, but he's better than most receivers, so I'll give him there. So they have three very good Definitely players. a buy low for Deontay for me, I would think. They have three really good receivers, and then they have Najee Harris. They have a good offense overall, and the only bad thing is the O-line, but we'll see how they do it. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next person injured is uh, Rashad Bateman. Uh, he was seen leaving the game wearing a cask, right, I think? Something like that. I don't know. He's just limping around. He hurt his midfoot. 
uh, he wasn't doing much anyways. I mean, it was a very weird game that there wasn't a lot of passes thrown in this game. So I just, it could be chalked up as a, as one of those, those type of games, like a down game. Duvernay, I, I, I do like Duvernay. We were mentioning Duvernay uh, on Sunday with me, Calvin Amani. Like this guy just always score. He's very, he's so efficient. Yeah. Just, he doesn't play that many snaps. Yeah, Does not. But he's so efficient. But his, the, the, his snap count makes you don't want to start this guy. <laughs> he like defies. Know, he defies fantasy value. <laughs> yeah, what what I want to know is what is a midfoot? I said midfoot. Midfoot, like is the middle of his foot. Oh, I didn't realize that was a term. Midfoot. I yeah, like that. a. Uh, I thought midfoot. I'm like that, that's, for people who are listening, that's Eddie's notes. <laughs> I mean, that's what I read. This wrote Bateman midfoot. That's it. But yeah, I mean, during that, I mean, he's the only he's the next receiver up there. He's gonna he's he's gonna get an increased time. I would start him just because the Ravens defense doesn't look that great. Still not that great, but. Lamar's gonna throw a ball to somebody besides Andrews, so he's the next guy up. I will start him. I think every league I have above ten man league. Uh, next person, Kamara. He missed uh, this past weekend with a rib injury. He he was almost he was almost ready to play, so I'm assuming he's gonna be fine this coming week. Uh, is it time to buy low on Kamara? Because he hasn't been so he hasn't been playing so well this year. Like efficient, like his efficiency is dead way down, like super crazy down. I am one hundred percent trying to buy him. Uh, my offense doesn't look terrible, so I and he was playing 70 percent of snaps. Regardless, he's gonna get end zone work. He's gonna eventually catch some passes. I, I love to buy Kamara. I I just feel like. Winston does not chuck the ball down. Like he doesn't. Whoa, 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 Eddie! You can't buy people like that. What the hell? Well, I mean, you it's know, twenty twenty-two, bro. I won't try to purchase him. I'll try to uh, obtain him, get him on my whoa, roster. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't <laughs> say that, man. <laughs> I want to be friends with him. Yeah, I want to be friends. We're gonna be friends. <laughs> I, I was mentioning that Winston doesn't dumb off as much. That's the only thing I scare of. And now he that is that is true. They, they also, they, it's not champagne anyway. They don't draw plays up for Kamara as much, which is weird. That's that's the best weapon, at least. I, I, I would think so. Yeah. Why would you not want to give it to your, your best player? That's was what I would, that's my logic. Like, you give it the ball. Your, your game plan should be, oh, I want to get the ball to so and so. Yes. Your so. best playmaker. Yeah. But they're not, they're not even drawing plays for that, so, which is weird about the whole situation. I hope the Saints lose out the whole year because the Eagles have to pick. So that'll be nice for you. That'll be great. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for this week. It's pretty long, but at least only one major certain major injury, at least. You know. It is a big one. A lot of people drafted him thinking he would be the lead back yeah. to the Broncos. Um, yeah, well, I mentioned like there's only there's one big one and then a lot of minor ones, at least it's not multiple major injuries. Yeah, it's unfortunate because he had a really good future seeing how he was uh, how he played towards the end of last year. He really took over that role. And um Wish him the best. Hopefully, comes back even better than before. Yeah, I do. I do like the way he runs. Whenever he touches the ball, he does look like he's running very hard. And- it's very aggressive. Yeah. All right, that's gonna wrap up the news and the notes. And like Jack said, it was quite a long list today, but hopefully, uh, nothing too serious outside of the Javante. Though I am, I will be telling you this: I was very concerned for Tua uh, on Thursday night. We were all very good. That was so scary, man! Holy yeah. moly! 
it's fucked up because uh, he should not have been playing that game, but whatever. Anyway, all right, so let's move on uh, back to a usual schedule of things and touch on the pits and the cages. And let's hit the music. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, See, uh, Coretto. Ah! All right, who wants to get us started? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Why not? Why not? Don't don't jump for it, Jack. Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll go first. Tame your excitement, okay? My pit this week. I'm not biased at all. <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> Miles Sanders, 27 rushing yard, uh, rushing attempts, 134 yards, two touchdowns. He also threw in two receptions and 22 yards. Uh, I know it was raining, so people were like, oh, he's going to be running the ball, running the ball. But the, the issue with Miles Sanders was him splitting the runs. And the volume, yeah. I know, yeah, and, and I know Gainwell got a touchdown, but Sanders still got the bulk of the carry. For me, as an Eagles fan, it was never Sanders' ability to play. It was his ability to stay healthy. With 20 plus carries. If he's able to sustain 15 point carries on this offense, I feel like he can consistently provide RB2 numbers. I'm not I'm not not gonna jump. Oh, he's gonna do this every week. But he's safe. I feel like he's a safe 80 yards every week at least. And we'll touch on here and there. Uh based on the Eagles schedule moving forward, they do play a lot of bad teams. We have a very, very easy schedule. I feel like the uh, the, the two Cowboys game are the Two hardest game we play this year, so I feel like the Eagles gonna be up for the majority of these games, which means a lot of running. So I feel like Sander is if you don't have any team, obviously you can't buy him this week because he just crushed it. But if you're able to get him, I feel like he's an easy RB two for us this season. I like it. It's funny because before this week, Jack offered Sanders for Devonta Smith, and I think if I did that trade, I'd, I would have a chance to win tonight. But instead, <laughs> I will be losing this week again. It's not no, it's not a knock on Sanders. I just I feel like I need stronger receivers. No, no, I get it. I can go next. Uh, my pit of this week, I feel like it's a no-brainer with how bad Titans have been this year. TJ Hawkinson. Uh, what a game he had. 12 targets or eight receptions. Uh, I think he had a hundred. Sorry, let me pull it up real quick. 179 yards, two touchdowns, and a two-point conversion. He has uh, – his game this past week, uh, he set a franchise history for tight end uh, yards in a game for the Lions. Uh, on top of that, I just want to point out a little stat. I want to throw this in the did you know, but I think uh, it's going to read out here. Uh, there have been four 90-point-plus combined games, combined points in the game in the last five years. Uh, Jared Goff has started three of them. Jared Goff, man, he's been he's been really good for fantasy. Well, I mean that that defense is terrible, so it's they're just throwing and running. Actually, yep, yeah, that whole offense is and pretty. Don't, and pretty don't good forget too. that Chiefs and Rams game a few years ago. That was wild too. I think. All right, yeah, um, yeah. T.J. Hawkinson uh, is really shown he can kind of stay up there with the rest of them. The main three, uh, we say, Mark Andrews. Kelsey and and Dan Waller to some extent, but Hawkinson is going to be a nice little play going forward. Uh, he's always shown flashes, and uh, 
with Goff really slinging the ball and then being down early and scoring probably the most points in, in NFL right now. Uh, he has the opportunity to actually uh, become a solid week-in, uh, week-out uh, tight end one for you. I am selling high. I am also selling high. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there Damn. was no St. Brown, so that's – I mean, there's no – there's no – there's no St. Brown. There's no St. Brown. There's no uh, Shark. There was no uh... – Still no Jameson, so like that the offense is gonna get way better. Well, there's gonna be a lot of more mouth, a lot more mouths to feed, especially with Amon Ra. Like Amon Ra gets like 10, 12 targets at least in the early going. He's been getting ten to twelve targets a week. Kelvin, that there's no ties in the market at all. You could definitely try to sell high on his performance. Yeah, I would try to get somebody who who I would think would be more stable. I would try to get a Darren Waller out of it. Just add a little piece to it. Yo, it's your turn, Kelly. Oh, my turn. Uh, I mean, you didn't want to tell me it was my turn. So uh, I just want to do it. I'm sorry, was mentioned... another person you're waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> was there a fourth person here? Honor, honorary, honorary pit this week. This guy. J.K. Dobbins. I had to do it because he scored two touchdowns, and that's my boy. Uh, and it's just, it's just so nice to see because I have him on, like, every single one of my rosters. Um, humble brag. Uh, so my pit this week is Rashad Penny against those Lions and this in this high is are the Seahawks a high powered offense now with Geno Smith? <laughs> how, how weird is that to say out loud? Yeah, just that sentence sounds gross. They look better with Geno Smith than Russell Wilson. Last they do, which is insane. Uh, I, I, what in a world where Geno Smith? Provides better stats than Russell Wilson. Yep. Uh, I mean, Rashad Penny, I, he's playing a ton. He's playing around 70% of snaps, which I love to see. And an offense that, you know, they say they want to run the ball a ton, but uh, they haven't been really. He ran for 151 yards, scored twice. Probably on most people's benches, but I feel like he should be at least, a, I think he's the perfect flex. Like uh, until he gets uh, inev- until he inevitably gets hurt, I think he's a perfect flex. Just because you say that, I feel like you should trade him, sell high on him. I just I, don't know. I don't know who who would buy that. Who would I buy him? We try to sell him, like throw him with a receiver three and try to get a, a low end receiver two or something. Out. For me, I would try to lock up that backfield. I would try to have him and Kenny Walker or Ken Walker. And if he, whenever he finally goes down, and if he doesn't, guess what? You have a you probably gonna have a top twelve, top fifteen running back for the whole season. Offense not gonna be continue doing that. It's just not sustainable. Not what you know. But Rashad, but the thing is, Rashad Penny has been doing it ever since he started last the last what four or five games last year. He's been phenomenal. He hasn't been phenomenal. Wait, he was so good. Well, I mean, like the well, the first like two or three games of this year, he wasn't that great. But yeah, uh, but he was still he was still seeing a, a lot of snaps. I want him. I would like to have him on my roster, but I would not be trying to buy him. And I would, I guess you could say you could try to sell him, but I'd rather have him on my roster than sell him. All right. And then you give us your uh, cage while you're at it. We're snaking it up. Uh, Cage, Nicholas Cage of the week. Najee Harris. He just had 74 scoreless yards. He's a scary player to own. Like, I, I think, I don't see things getting better for him. Like he's just a touchdown or bust. He doesn't get any passing volume, which I was super scared of uh, before the season. Like, who could you like? How much value does he have? Like, I, 
Well, maybe the I, the hope of the the switch of quarterback. Maybe he gets a little more volume in the passing game. Yeah, that's but, what I'm to say. Like, hopefully, you know, can't think it changes changes the offense a little bit. Hopefully, make it a little better. I I mean, I to be honest, I'd rather start Rashad Petty rest of the season over him. At least at this point. Oof, that's rough. Is that is that saying a ton? Is that saying a lot? I don't think Najee Harris is more than the flex. That is yeah. saying a lot, Eddie. It's kind of rough what's going on with uh that offense is terrible. Yes, it, it is kind of rough. And they're playing the Bills this week, and then they got a whole bunch of other bad matchups. Like it's just I, <laughs> I feel Wait, bad for hold on, hold on, hold on. Does Kenny Pickett have more rushing touchdowns than Najee Harris this year? He scored two this past week, so maybe. <laughs> I mean, Najee Harris, so he's still getting the volume. So, I mean, you're hoping the offense gets better, better at least. But yeah. That's what you're hoping for. Uh, I guess it's a wait-and-see approach. You you wait to see how Kenny Pickett does in this offense. But I would try to get him. Like, if if if, you're not training. if uh, Rashad Penny, if somebody offered me Rashad Penny for him and I had Ken Walker or Ken Walker's in waivers, I would try to lock up that backfield. I'd rather have them. Those two then can uh then Najee Harris. I still rather stay on Najee Harris. I stay on the talent. I mean Rush Rashad's bad, he's talented. So yeah. all right, I'm gonna go ahead next and give you my cage. Uh also I'm gonna point out when I picked this, I didn't realize it was a monsoon in Baltimore. Uh my cage this week was Gabe Davis. Uh, and like I said, it was, it was very disappointing, uh, considering this is supposed to be kind of a a semi shootout or or what it was people were hyping it up to be as, as it was. And um the Bills went down early. Uh I thought even more so he'd get more uh targets in production. Um he did not. Uh it's hard to say that uh like I said before with the with um Crowder gone. To be fair, Crowder wasn't really eating into too many targets for other people. Um but hopefully Gabe Davis's uh value does go up. Uh, I don't want to find him on this list again. He only really had he only had three targets this past week, one reception. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, it only goes up from here. Uh, this is the lowest of the low being a Nicholas Cage. So, uh, shape up, Gabe. You got this. <laughs> yeah, well, internet season, I wasn't that big of a fan of Gabe Davis. People just liked him for the touchdown potential, and I I could never bank on someone. Just on touchdown, so he was one of the guys I don't have much talking. I mean, if James if Jameson Crowder is getting four or five targets a week, I I think Gabe Davis is going to actually get a little more targets this, like in the, uh, the rest of the season. I I think I will buy the shit out of Gabe Davis everywhere because he has, his value is so low, it's ridiculous. Well, I'm just not a big fan of him. I rather have McKenzie. I mean, that's. I mean, they're they're both good. They're both. I feel like McKenzie is definitely a floor play. So, I think Gabe's ceiling is a little higher. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. All right. Finish up, Rushak. I'll stick. I'll stick with the same thing. A was doing picking first rounders. I just want to say a lot of first round picks this year has not been doing so great. Uh, I'm going with John Taylor. Uh, he didn't do so well. He had 20 rushes for 42 yards. That's great. bad. Uh, a guy was mentioned to a lot of you before the season started when uh, everyone tried to argue with me that Matt Ryan is an uh, upgrade over Carson Wentz. I was telling people that he's not. Not at his current age, he's not. He's just not often. I know his stats look amazing. Sure, whatever. But they were down at 21 zip. Anyways, 
So they had a draw, draw, draw. His stats are skewed. That offense don't look good at all. I feel like, I don't know what happened with the offense o- over a year. Last year, I think I didn't know that offense was much better last year with Carson. Way better. It, it just I don't know what they're doing. Um, they're rushing a lot of good run defense moving in the next few uh upcoming rest of the season. Uh I know John Taylor is one of those talents that could doesn't matter what defense is. He, he's like Derek Henry, similar, right? He's like, like Eddie says, he's Derek Henry, like he could break anything for eighty yard touch now. But it, that's the whole offense doesn't look that great. I would just always, always, always just stack the box against JT and let Matt Ryan beat me with his arm. Most teams are doing it this year already, and it's they go doing well. The, one, the weird thing is, the one game they they won was against the fucking Colts, uh, Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels weird. I know you can't trade John Taylor. I had John Taylor in a lot of leagues, and I didn't follow my own instructions and not to draft him because no, no RB one, RB ones who finished the previous season rarely finished RB one again. I feel like that there's like there was like a like an aura around him. Like everybody said that he was invincible. Like no matter what, he's the safest, and he like he can't get injured, and he while well, he injures his ankle, and like oh this there's all these things they're they're saying about Jonathan Taylor preseason where. He was a uh, locked and loaded, no matter what, he's not going to fail you type of pick. And he does not look that – he doesn't look elite. He's, he's getting stuffed at the line, like, on so many occasions. You're averaging two yards of carry virtually the last two games. It's like, just – it doesn't look good for him, man. And, and uh, some of the – I don't know. Frank Wright is not really drawing creative play for him either, which is weird. Like, he, he, they're not even using him as a receiver as much compared to last year. But then again, he also started this slow last year also, first four games. So you never know. But this injury is might might uh might last for a long time. It's a high it's supposed to report as first a high ankle sprain, which is not good for a runner back. Nope. Uh it's so, the dreaded one. Yep. So who I, I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't play this season, but right now it doesn't look that great. All right, and uh, that will wrap up the pits and the cages. All right, now we can move on to our RKOs and the DDTs. Uh, should we, like, do a recap? I know we're going to have a bunch of new listeners this week. Should we tell them what this is, like an RKO? Sure. Yeah, sure, why not, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So, basically, for all who don't know, RKO is Randy Kelvin Orton's uh, finishing move in, in, in wrestling. And usually... The announcers usually, as soon as he does an RKO, they go, RKO out of nowhere, as you'll see from our sound clip. So our, we, we like to do this little thing where we kind of predict uh, who might come out of nowhere and and do really well uh, in the coming weeks. And for those who know Jack, he has this uh, famous thing, which he hasn't used quite often, as often uh, lately, maybe in the past year or so. He's uh, called everybody do to trash. And the acronym for do to trash is also... DDT, which is also a wrestling move, so we have to do it. But yeah, yep. DDT will essentially mean someone uh, that probably won't do well. Uh, well, we're, we're in a project that won't do well. Like a, norm, will, like a normal starter, like a, like a guy that you normally have in your lineup. And we're just exactly, and we're not going to pick some, we're not going to pick like a third. Who's that guy? Um, some guy, some guy named Cage. Uh, we found him and he's like only scored like one point. And we're not going to pick some random people who barely get any playing time, but Someone you would normally have in your lineup uh, that might do horrible. But, yeah, uh, like Jack said, his DDT last week was John hey. Taylor. We no, my, my DDT a couple of weeks ago was John Taylor and a hit, kind of. He didn't Don't play 
Don't care about my DDT last week. We didn't, we didn't record last. We didn't podcast. We didn't. Write, oh, we, yeah. didn't we, last we did. We did write down our DDTs and shared it with everyone. And we looked back and said, "Wow, this is uh quite horrible." It didn't air. We didn't record, so it's not real. So exactly. it never happened. It didn't air, so it never happened. Exactly. All right, let's hit the music. Man, that's doo-doo trash. All right, Ed, you want to get us started? Sure. Uh, so my RKO out of nowhere player the, this week is going to be Raheem Mostert. Some guy who's going to be on a lot of your benches. He should be owned because he's playing. He's probably the, he's the more likely running back to get most of the volume on the Miami Dolphins. I think they rely on the run, uh, run game just a little more with Teddy under center. I think the matchup is pretty soft to get to play in the, you know, the Jets. And I, I just think he has – I'm just going to keep shitting on Najee. I, I think he scores more than Najee Harris this week. <laughs> Najee Harris playing the Bills, man. So I, 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 I would – I'm not advising you to start Mostert over Najee Harris. I just I – th- my guess, my, my prediction is that Mostert scores more than Najee. So, yeah. Well, Mostert's a- – Interesting. Hey, he was never not bad. He was very good. He just not healthy. I mean, yeah. he's not one who would break a seventy yard touchdown easily. So I don't I don't disagree with the play. Like, Kevin, do you like it? Um <laughs> man. That's I'm just rough. shitting all over Najee. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I Marie Moser did look uh like the better running back out of him and, and Edmonds. Um, even though Edmonds didn't get a touchdown, um, I, I don't know if I start most of it over Najee Harris. I'm sorry. <laughs> and my 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 gut won't let me do it, even though it it could possibly be a good idea. It's just I can't. You know what this situation is like? That's like that's like uh, starting Ken. Like you know how the the Giants refuse to play Kenny Galladay. That's what I I feel like this situation is. Oh, you put so much draft capital into. Najee Harris, that you have to play him. He's good though. Yeah, and also he's Jack, good. Jack, he's Jack a good player. Jack out, he's off- getting the volume, right? He's getting the snaps. It's just the offense looks really bad. Yeah, offense is dog shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can look up a better. I mean, to be fair, both both Najee Harris and Raheem Mostert are going to have two, two new starting quarterbacks this week, so uh, we'll see how how it goes. I guess I'll right. And I can I can uh, sorry, you have something to say, Jack. Should I go next or are you going to go next? Uh, yeah, you can go next. I go next. My RKO this week is darn. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every every single week, that joke is still going to hit. Oh man, and <laughs> yo, Jack was so hyped for Darn Mooney this past oh, week. It's so good. He is really good. It's just you know, Fields isn't that great. My RKO is going to be J. Rob and Etienne. I think both of these running backs will be able to produce RB two or better numbers this week. Uh, they are versing the Texans. Uh, Texans have been leaking points and yards to the Barnabas every week. I mean, it, it, Eckler had 110 yards and three touchdowns last week. Before that, Khalil Herbert got 150 yards plus and two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor got 150 plus yards and a touchdown. Jay Will and even Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon combined for 140 plus on them. I just feel like Jaguars had a bad week this past week, but they were playing the monsoon. So, I guess we had to give that a pass. I J Rob 
and Etienne, I think both will score a touchdown easily, both of them, and both have 70 plus yards this week. At the I like it. I like it. Especially no, if, like especially if the down week that James Robinson actually both these guys had the, the down week that they both had. I I I'm, I wouldn't put them on my bench. Yeah, I mean the whole the, this whole offense was affected by the weather. I mean Trevor Lawrence had four or five turnovers, and half of those wasn't his fault. It was just hike, and he just and he just it. dropped the ball. Yeah, so it wasn't like it, the offense couldn't keep, couldn't continue. So I think they hey, pick it up. So. Trevor Lawrence set an NFL record for most lost fumbles by a quarterback. In a game. Well, I mean, <laughs> slippery hand. Oh, it's the butter, the yeah. popcorn, popcorn. Calvin. All right, and my, I'm gonna wrap up the RKOs with mine, which is going to be Corey Davis, the real CD. That's a common joke. Give you a ton of money. Yeah, Corey Davis. I think uh, he showed. He's been showing like flashes here and there, but we we know what he is. He's that role player that uh, can get you. Uh, touchdown every now and then, maybe a little bit more yards. But Zach Wilson, honestly, uh, looked really well in the second half of that game. And uh, they're playing the Miami Dolphins, who give up the second most passing yards uh, to teams this year. Um, am I going to say Zach Wilson is going to do what um, Lamar Jackson did, throw for 400 yards and stuff like that? I don't know. Uh, but Corey Davis has the potential to actually be a real playable guy uh, with this. Uh, horrid Miami secondary. Um, could be a plug and play. You never know. It's a good, it's a, it's a good, very good play. I think uh, Xavier Howard, who was their best corner, and I think the only person in the secondary, uh, he's banged up. And uh, I, I feel like Zach Wilson likes CD, uh, Corey Davis and uh, Elijah Moore at the moment more than Wilson because. Those are the two guys. Uh, I see what you did there. What? More than. Uh, Elijah Moore. Yep, I didn't do that. I didn't even do that on, on purpose. It was just – it flowed because <laughs> – I mean, training camp, all, all preseason, uh, uh, during training camp, it was – they were the number one team. Wilson was the number two team. And that's why Flacco and Wilson were more of a connection because they played throughout the preseason and training camp as a unit. Uh, I just feel like Corey Davis is still going to be there for a little bit just because uh, Zach Wilson will need to, a little more time to get in, in, uh, in tempo with uh, Gary Wilson. But, yeah, I think this is a good play this week. I think it would have been a better play if Tua was here. Yeah, because then they would be playing from behind. Or you At least you would think they would be. Yep. Now it's just going to be like a little low, like a more low-scoring game. So. Yep. All right, so I'm going to keep going and give you my uh, DDT, which – Eddie was quite surprised when he saw the name in, 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 our, in, our, in our sheet. Uh, it's going to be Josh Jacobs, who finally had a breakout game, I'd say, since halfway through last season. Bro, uh, la- was- at the end of the last year, he was pretty good last year. He was, was he? He had a couple hundred-yard games to end the year. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, 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 at that point, I lost faith in him. Um, but he, he had one hell of a game, um, scored two touchdowns, right? And uh, so, yeah, 144 yards on 20 rushing attempts, two touchdowns. It was an amazing game uh, for Josh Jacobs. Uh, he led the Raiders to their first victory of the year. Uh, but, but it is not the usual Josh Jacobs. Unfortunately, I'd have to say this was the outlier, um, outlier game. 
that one boom game um, that might start making ah, that might start making people think, oh yeah, he's he's back to normal. He's he is what he is. Like, How is he going to do against the Kansas City, who has given up the second fewest rushing yards? Uh, to be fair, that's not fair, man. The, the Bucks decided to not even run the ball last game. I'm not. I'm not saying just just last week. Like to the first four weeks, they have given up the second fewest rushing yards. Yeah, but like last game, they gave up like what? So that, that can be that can be two things. Okay, either a rushing defense is really good, or they're putting teams so far behind that they can't rush the ball anymore. I well, mean, and Tom either Brady, way, it's Tom Brady threw the ball last last year. Tom Brady threw the ball a hundred bazillion gazillion times, and uh, yeah, I mean the Colts were being the chief, and they were John didn't do, didn't do so well. Exactly, him. there's that too. Like some like Chiefs defense, the rushing defense is legit as far as we've seen so far. Okay, um, and I, I just think Josh Jacobs is not going to be not going to do anything close to what he did uh, this past week. Also, the Chargers game where they were pretty much neck to neck. Eckler didn't do anything. He averaged two point eight. But Eckler had like twenty catches. I mean, we're talking about Josh Jacobs doesn't get. He's not gonna get you twenty catches. I mean, he's gonna get five. He got five the last two weeks. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just trying to, you know. No, no I, I, like I, it, I, I like Josh. I like Josh Jacobs. I know. No, I, 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 you know, I have him in dynasty. I, I love to get more games like this out of him. But uh, I don't know. Just this week doesn't seem like it's gonna be a good one for him. Well, to, to expect what he did last week is kind of a no, no, no. Obviously, yeah, you're, like, not, you're gonna not gonna one, expect that. Not gonna do one forty and two touchdowns, but I just don't. I think it's gonna go back to normal. Like, I, I think know, he's a solid RB two. Fifteen rushing attempts for like seventy yards, no touchdowns. I, I can see that happening again. Yeah, but you gotta add in like three catches for. I think he scores like around twelve to fifteen points, which is not bad. I think they'll be under that this week. Oh, you want to bet? Yeah, ten bucks. <laughs> I bet you Najee Harris is better than him. So, Oh, Ooh. I will take that. Take that <laughs> oh, easy. Oh, nice. Well done. Well take done. that easy. Ten bucks. All right. Done. Ten bucks. Ten bucks and nut shot. How about that? No nuts. <laughs> oh, I took a shot, though. Shot bet. Right, ten, ten bucks, bucks and a shot. shot. Take a shot bet. Okay. Ten bucks and a shot? Yep. Yeah. Right, cool. So basically lunch and a shot. All right. Cool. Yep. All right. Who's next? I guess I go next. My DDT is. I'm not biased at all. James Conner against the Eagles. Uh, besides the week one, which is a, I, I, it's not a fluke, but Swift is more of a big play running back. I don't think James Conner is that guy. Uh, the past three weeks, J. Rob and ETN rushed for 61 yards in a game that they were up 14 zip in a monsoon. So you would think they will rush the board more. They didn't. Gibson, the week before, 38 rushing yards. Delvin Cook, week two, 17 rushing yards. Uh, the, the whole Arizona Cardinals offense looks awful. They have always been playing behind the past four weeks, no matter who their opponent was. So it kills pretty much James Conner's carries, a lot of the carries at least. And the, and the Eagles like to play from ahead too, so yeah, <laughs> like a combination. So I just feel like it's I, – I, I, I'll piggyback off of Eddie. I'd rather start he monster over James Conner this week. And I like I it better than him. And they're, they're giving a little more run to the other to, to their backups too. You know, like, Benjamin. Uh, you know, looks he has some juice, man. Yeah, but so, so I mean, he, he did play behind James Conner, more of a bruiser up the head, goal line back. And then they're, they're not; they haven't been put in that position at all because that offense. I don't know what's going on. The first half of the game, 
They don't like they don't want to play football. They just don't want to no, play. You know, they, the Cardinals have not scored a single point in the first quarter of the season so far. That's amazing because it's supposed to be air raid. Remember two years ago, we just keep picking. They, yeah, air. they're they're known for their second half adjustments, man. Halftime, they get that halftime speech. Like, you know oh. what? Let's play some football now. <laughs> they want to give people a you know a head start. It's amazing. I I, I don't trust James Conner. Until thing is, fixed. The thing is, like with James Conner, he was so efficient in the red zone last year, and he just, you know, he's still getting some of those carries. He's just not punching the ball in, and they're getting a lot of opportunities late in games to, uh, to score a touchdown from like yeah, but they, they, know, inside the five. Point, but they don't, they don't do it. They just throw the ball now, or just Tyler point, Murray does it. Playing from behind. Yeah, you don't want to kill clock. True. Last but not least. Yeah. All right. I'm be- real quick, real quick, Eddie, before you go, uh, I'm watching a, so we're recording on Monday night. Uh, the 49ers and Rams game is on. Uh, Matt Stafford just hiked the ball the whole time, just stared down Cooper Cup, didn't look at anybody, throws the ball, and still makes completion for 10 yards. Just how didn't it look is, man. At any other read. It's ridiculous. Well, as I was interrupted, <laughs> which, uh, my, DT, my DT this week, due to trash player. I might be totally wrong here. Uh, it's just based mostly on the matchup because the Bills, you know, their defense is so spectacular. But Deontay Johnson with Kenny Pickett, apparently he wasn't even looked at. Being like he had what two receptions this past week. Uh, he almost scored, but I just I, I don't see Deontay having that same volume with Kenny Pickett under center, especially against this defense. Uh, he may be a buy low candidate after this game, or maybe after you know, uh, you know the next couple games because he is a really good receiver. He gets open. Maybe Kenny Pickett starts looking at somebody who actually gets open. It's it's you know gets easy completions, but there's a lot of mouths to feed here, man. For a rookie quarterback with the O line, yeah, there's, exactly. There's I don't know. <laughs> I I like I'm I'm trying to go. I'm saying all these bold stuff, but. I'd start if if Amon Ra doesn't play, I'll, I'm starting Reynolds over him. Uh, I'd start Devonta Smith, who had just had a bad week. I'd start him over Deontay. I'd start McKenzie if he gets over his concussion over him. Like, there's a lot of players that I would start over Deontay Deontay Johnson. Sometimes, sometimes talent can do anything for you. Yeah, you, I mean, you, there's nothing <laughs> you could do. You just you're just okay. You're just an okay option. I, I just don't yeah, see Kenny Pickett yeah, going to like all I these receivers. Saying, like, you can be the most talented receiver uh, in the world, but if you don't have the ball uh, getting to you at the right moment, at the right time, uh, you can't do anything about that. This, I just said Josh Reynolds is going to outscore him. So. <laughs> I should be I should be your bull predict. <laughs> Speaking of bull predicts, that's where we're going next. Uh, Eddie's favorite segment. Yep. It's not, it's not, it's not a bold prediction. It's a bold pre penis, like pre dick. Yes. Pre dick. And Eddie had to correct me in our sheet because I had bold predict with a T. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is that? It was actually uh, translated to dick. But yeah, we're going to jump into our bold predicts. Not bold. All right, bold predicts time. You got to do it. Bold predicts. That's bold. That was very bold, man. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. And as Eddie loves to go last, I will get it started for us. My bold predict this week. 
Carson Wentz is going to throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, man. They are facing the Tennessee Titans, who happen to be one of the teams that gives up the most passing yards. Um, They're top, they're bottom five in a a passing yards allowed this season. And Carson Wentz, you know, at the end, like, though he looked bad the first half of yesterday, I mean, yeah, yesterday, uh, he ended up with um, decent numbers. um, But I think he's really going to soar through the sky with the ball and uh, put up really startable QB numbers. Well, I like it. I, I, Carson Wentz has been on and off. His first two games have been amazing. Last two games, not so good. Maybe he picks back up. Who knows? I, 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 don't, I, I can't say no to this. So. He's like Jack on high right now. So. I guess. Gonna I, be, uh, wait, which one's a bad one? Hyde, right? No. The Hyde's no, a stronger one. Hyde's a good one, no? Hyde's the, the evil one. Right? I don't know shit about this, so you you guys will just keep talking to uh, each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll look it up while you guys go. Go ahead. I guess I go next. My bold predict this week is Romeo Dubs will finish as a top 15 receiver this week. They're wrestling the Giants. They're playing in London, mate. Uh, the Gi- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just had to laugh at that. That was, that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> the Giants secondary is not good. They've been playing well when they don't have the talent. Uh, they're, they're good defense, but they just don't have the talent. I don't think they're that good. And they're playing Rodgers. I mean, I know the receivers have been – it's a working process, but with a weak secondary, Rodgers is going to pick you apart. I don't care what – if you don't have the talent in the secondary, Rodgers will pick you apart. And Romeo does play 96% of the snaps this past week. He fumbled literally the first quarter. And he's still playing 96%. I know there's, gro- there's going to be growing pains. I'm, I'm pretty sure Rodgers has come to terms with that. But he was. He really also well. dropped like a 40 yard touchdown. Yeah. That was, it, hard, that was a hard touchdown, though. Yeah. It, it, was, well, it, it was. He had it. He could, like, he could hold it, control it to the ground. Um, yeah. I mean, if he held on he, to that, he he a, if he held on to that, you're a top five receiver. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's going to give you two touchdowns this week and finish top 15. But that route he pulled on that touchdown, he did score, it was nasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that back shoulder was disgusting. So that's my pick this week, I think. I I, I think I would start him almost any league, unless you have three top players, receivers. Over Deontay, easily. Oh, yeah, 100%. Easily. I'll I'll start him over – let's see, who else will I start him over? There's a whole bunch of players I would start him over because as long as he has Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball and the fact that he's actually playing that that amount of snaps and he's being looked at, and he's starting to be like a, a focal part of the focal point of the offense. <laughs> Definitely start him over Gabe Davis. Tell you that. I will start him over Gabe Davis. Almost same. Here, here, here's one. Here's one. Uh, would you start him over Waddle? I would because I think it's more of a ceiling play. Depends think- on your roster construction, but I like that too, man. That's a wow. That's a good name. Yeah, because I was like do that. Uh, Waddle really took a back seat with Teddy Bridgewater. Tyreek Hill kind of. Uh, Blew up even more, and I don't know if Teddy is going to be able to uh, support both those guys, uh, unless, unless, unless he's wearing two gloves. Teddy, watch is on. <laughs> I, I, even with two gloves, he couldn't support two receivers. I don't care how good they were. Yeah, I would, I would. What about Christian Kirk? Oh, uh, I would dubs over Kirk. I would I do too. Kirk, I, mean, I think Kirk is more of a possession receiver. He gets a lot of like those. He has a good floor. 
Also, I want to point out, I was hyping up Dubs preseason. Right? You were, and, yeah, and I really wanted them, and Jack just stole him from me. I dropped them. You did drop him. Could have picked him up. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I could have picked him up. <laughs> well, come on, after two really bad performances, right? Do you, would you at that point? One hundred percent. Another thing yeah. to point out: like Christian Watson scored a touchdown very early, and Roman Dubs still played more than him, so. Christian Watson is just an abs- he's just gadget, gadget player. Yeah, that was that was a that was a wide receiver um end around. Yeah. I'm just saying there. Uh, I mean, who knows what we have? Man, that offense really... might be that that offense yeah. might be pretty good. Yeah, you know, look at look, you know, this same thing happened last year. They lost miserably to the Saints in week one. They lost miserably to the Vikings in in week one. And they just continue to roll on after that. I think they lost three <laughs> games the whole season. <laughs> They haven't played anyone as good. Yeah. They almost right. lost yes. to a does string rookie quarterback. No, no, you're Zap. absolutely right. Yes. Zap. Some people probably don't know who that is. I don't even know who that is. I only know him because I collect sports cards. And I see him rip in packs all the time. When, when, Jack's, so got, when, when, when rookie asked, card. When Imani asked who's that quarterback, when Jack said his name, Mani, he made that up. That's not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> It does sound like a made-up name. So was it, his name is Bailey Zap. Was that what yeah. It? yeah? Yeah, Bailey Zap. Anyway, um, all right, Eddie, wrap it up for us with your bold. Last but not least, I I feel like this is an easy one. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris both go off, and I think they combine for four touchdowns. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Me and Jack like they're only going to run the ball. What are they doing? And every single play, they're getting like four, five, six yards every single rush. Well, they knew it was going to happen, and guess Packer what? Defense too. It's a good Packer defense as well. You know what they're facing this week, right? Who are they playing this week? The worst defense in the league. Um, the Lions. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's a- <laughs> it's going to be – I think it's just going to be a run fest. The score might be a little lower than the, the Lions' normal scores, but I I think Damon Harris and Ramondre both go off, so. I think that both starts. Both over Najee. Uh, Damon Harris has been been pretty solid this year. Yeah, it's because he's scoring touchdowns. I feel bad for Harris. He's like one of those guys that people just don't like. But he's literally literally the best RB2. He's literally giving me 10 points minimum every week. It's just the thing is, you know, it's not Damon Harris. It's not sexy. It's It's just him being on the Patriots and them using... Ramondre, you know, just he's he's not that full. I think he's playing less snaps than Ramondre, and he's still getting you ten to twelve points a week, minimum, even without a touchdown. So like, he's running great. I I feel bad that he doesn't get the number strike. He's a great runner. There's a lot of these like tandem backfields that if one of them goes down, whew. if only. I mean, you don't want you don't ever want that to happen. I don't. I, don't, I never bang on injury, so that's one thing I never do. J.K. Right, Dobbins will gonna... get 100 rushing yards this week. All right, sure. Um, <laughs> you know, we, have, we have two glove Teddy and we got no glove Dobbins. <laughs> it just looks so weird. It looks it look, so awkward, man. It, it looks, looks so, so it weird. It really did look weird. Let's say he just finished taking the ba- going to the bathroom and washing his hands. <laughs> Can't put his, forgot to put his gloves on. He wears no sleeves either. At all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap up the bold predicts. We had some pretty bold ones. A lot of controversial uh, uh, opinions this week, especially with Najee Harris. A lot of Najee hate. Sorry. 
A little? Sorry, sorry Hassan. What do you mean, a um, little? I think half <laughs> of the episode was... No, no, he said a lot. Oh, how do they say a little? I'm like, I think it was sarcasm. sarcasm. Every every, right. every pick Eddie May, he had to go back to Najee Harris. <laughs> I just I, that's how much I don't like him this week. It's the Bills. Right. I'm taking yeah. I'm taking this over for everything now. Oof. That's yeah, rough. You're gonna lose money. You're gonna lose money and lose bet. <laughs> All right, uh, that's gonna wrap up the bull predicts, and we're gonna finish off with our final segment, uh, the Did You Knows, and today. We have a quarterback edition because every single one of these are about a quarterback. Y'all ready for this? All right. Let's start off with my boy, Patrick Mahomes, breaking records every single week. Here we go. He's not that good. Yeah, he's not. He's not. No, that one play where he's dancing around and threw a touchdown right at the one-yard line. He became a ballerina dancer over there. Yo, he just Kobe. He juked himself at some point. Um, Lamar right, Jackson did, did that too. All right, enough of that, Eddie. Uh, did you guys know that Patrick Mahomes became the fastest quarterback in history to throw for 20,000 yards in his career? He hit that mark on his 67th game, breaking the previously had record, ah, previously held record by Matthew Stafford at 71 games. I did know that. You didn't know that? I did, I did know that. Wow. wow. Yep. He didn't tell us. Messed up. All right, on to the next one. My previous boy, Aaron Rodgers. Did you guys know? This I think everyone knew this actually. They they pretty much highlighted it at the at the game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the fifth player in NFL history with five hundred t- touchdown passes. Oh yeah, only the fifth. And it was to Romeo Dubs. Yeah. Oh yeah, that last touchdown, right? Yep. Man, what a career he's having. What a career. Next one. Oh, this one's for Amani. And Amani said this in a weird way. We'll, we'll talk about this after this. Did you guys know that Cooper Rush is the first Dallas quarterback to win each of his first four career starts? And the way Amani pointed this out uh, on Sunday, he said Cooper Rush is the most winningest quarterback in history. To me, that Why says... You... Exactly. To me, winningest means the most wins. To Amani, yeah. apparently, it means winning percentage in the few games that you've played. <laughs> Seems like 100% uh, winning percentage is better than more wins, which is not I, – I don't think that's accurate. Hell no, because then you could have said that after game one. Exactly, exactly. You could tell, like, say, is... about, uh, say about um, Kenny Pickett. Bad. Ooh. Well, Kenny Pickett lost. Oh, yes, did he? Did. Oh, wow, what yeah. am I doing? Well, so what? Remember Brees Halls? Oh, right. That's good, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, and he didn't start, next so that doesn't count as his. So he That's could true, be one, right. and he's playing the Bills. Oh, you're right. You're right. So to exactly. be to be determined. <laughs> uh, all right. Did you guys know? By 340 passing yards in Week Four at Houston, Justin Herbert tied Andrew Luck for the most games with 300 plus passing yards in the quarterback's first three seasons in NFL history. Andrew Luck had 19, and Herbert go ahead and shattered that record. Uh, the rest of the season. Nice. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out the same career. Yeah. Oof. True. Yeah. Yeah. That was Corinne Jalak. He, he, he retired out of nowhere, right? Side of the blue. I mean, he got he he gets hurt so much. He, yeah, he, he did get hurt a lot. That that old line, I remember, was horrible. He has. Think, 
You think Andrew's middle name was bad? Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was Am- bad. Amazing. Amazing. That was bad, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last one for this week. Uh, this one's for Nick. And used to be for Eddie, but not anymore. Uh, Zach Wilson is the first quarterback in Jets history with a receiving touchdown. Oh, really? Really? Oh. In Jets history. Wow. Okay. Missing get, him, link. get him into the Hall of Fame right now. <laughs> that, gritty, that gritty, that gritty, yes, that gritty. The gritty was good. It was good. I mean, it was top tier. <laughs> I mean, for, for his complexion. First of all, Mike Kosecki's <laughs> gritty was top tier. No, that that's the expected gritty from a guy like, you know. Like what? Like Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. I think Zach Wilson <laughs> would do that type of gritty, but no. I guess we all have, the moms. We should have additional points to gritty now. It used to be the, the best spin. The ball, he did a ball points. spin and a gritty. Oh, he did? I didn't see the ball spin. Yeah. Though. Usually we give 25 points for a ball spin, and then now, yo, I mean, that's plus 100 right there. <laughs> best quarterback performance in NFL history. He does have some swag, though. He has that. I like the, the headband look. Yeah, I did too. I like that. Good more quarterbacks needs to more quarterbacks need to do that. Yeah, and and it, does, it, does, it doesn't look like Pat. It doesn't look like good on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I mean, he has like that curly, really curly hair, right? So it's like kind of hopping around. I think with like lush hair, like wavy lush hair, I think it looks good. I think to be fair though, it doesn't look good on Trevor Lawrence. Oh, it looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's gonna wrap up the Digi Knows. Um, and this episode, uh, the week 4.5. Well done, guys. After a week off, we still got it. Yep. Somewhat. Feels yeah. good. Yeah. Feel um, good. Okay, we have a bunch of things to keep an eye out for. We got Teddy Watch. Oh, yes! What a catch. Yes, sir! That's money for me right there. What a Amazing. Catch. George Kittle touchdown. When, when, a, when, a, when a game is going on. That was man, a nice catch, though. That was a really nice throw, too, man. He, he had that... The amount of defenders that were in the vicinity, and he would clear them. Look at one, two right there. Oh, if he fuck, does he get the foot in? Oh no! Oh man, fuck! Premature man, celebration. That went, from, that went from zero to one eighty real quick. <laughs> uh, all right. Premature ejaculation. Yeah. I mean right, celebration. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's gonna wrap up this week's uh, your favorite team, Suggs Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter um, and look out for us on all platforms where you can listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, so on and so forth. We didn't have a plug this week. Uh, can you even think of something off the top of your head? Uh, don't need to the Red Cross. Right, right. Uh, definitely want to shout out to um, everyone supporting the families in Florida and the, in the vicinity with, with uh, Hurricane Ian. Man, it looks it looked wild. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so crazy how different... Um, Disasters are in this day and age with social media. Like, I feel like there's so many people being dumbass shit uh, during this hurricane. In the past, we just hear about all people. It's also there. Florida, though. And that's they true. Always do, they always do dumbass shit over there. Yeah. Regardless, uh, a lot of people lost their homes. Um, definitely want to give everyone uh, the, not a shout out or anything like that, but just go out and uh, donate to any disaster relief uh, as and. Look out for people who um, are going through a tough time. Uh, Yep. And that will wrap this up. Uh, Well done, guys. We will see you all 
uh, next week. Take care, yes, sir. Bye. Bye.